to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. And uh, we are one episode away from episode 200. If you're new here, thanks for listening. We're all about randomness, technology, and life. And uh, we've done 199 episodes of this. The the penultimate episode. Which uh, is mind-blowing on many scales. And I'm sure... (laughs) He's like, I don't know how I've managed to not strangle Chris yet or shoot my brains out when I'm trying to get rid of the... We will we can we we we'll talk about that in episode two hundred next week. I think we'll cover a few bits and pieces. Um, uh, the, the lift the curtain, as it were. We'll lift the curtain. Uh, but what's been happening this week, Chris? And, and when we lift the curtain, I'll know what he does. As well. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be educational for Chris. He might yeah. figure out how a I get podcast people is ask made. Me all the time, how do you do a podcast? I'm like, mm, you should talk to Sam. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I you know. Uh, but that's all right. I, uh, Sam's got his cup of tea. I got some wine. Uh, I've gone up a level. Uh, this is $8, this one. Yeah. I, and the reason I knew it was a bit fancier is because I had a label on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, because normally I get clean skin. <laughs> that has no label. That's anyway, right. um, how are we going? What do we got? Good. What, what have you been up to this week? <sighs> Lots of uh, work and drinking. And, I, and I'm supposed to not be drinking, but I've been doing so much work and so much stress that I'm decompressing with alcohol but does that help or are you just creating more problems or what do you think's going on there i've got two weeks till my holiday okay so i just got to get through that you just got to get and through then that I got, uh two weeks off in january nice it's all why are you keep slapping your leg i don't know oh, it's so crazy so many random noises this man makes um <clears throat> what are you doing in january anything we just got time uh, i'm just taking a couple of weeks off very good way too much leave apparently so it's cool can't have them uh, lurking around at work too much. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, no, well, it's it, it's a cost of the business, right? So it's like no, nah, it makes sense. Every gotta, every gotta, every business does yeah, that. So I've got like five weeks leave or something. So I've taken t- two weeks. Um, go to Noosa International Film Festival. So if you're there, let me know. Um, I think that it's just going to be. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yep, Jamie. Jamie. I didn't know what you were doing there. I don't know if you were burping or trying to figure. No, out. I was actually because okay. uh, I've just had dinner. Anyway. Um, so yeah, Jamie um, Actually talking about that, Jamie has sent through some audio Which we'll play uh, in the 200th episode next yep. week at some point uh, Send us in some audio If you yeah. want uh, a little shout out uh, You can say how you know us how Come you- on Liam, you know who you want to Yeah, Liam, just sort it out Just, um, yeah Even leave a voice message on Chris's phone He will never check it and won't realise, but that could be something we use later. (laughs) So Sam managed to uh, check out my windowless office uh, yesterday, and I only bring that up because of the phone message thing, because he goes, oh, I'm going to ring you on your phone. When I get there, you'll answer your phone, right? I'm like, I always answer my phone. And so what happens? Uh, And I wasn't holding out much hope, to be honest. (laughs) So I was at a meeting without my phones, because you don't take your phones into meetings because they interrupt you. And uh, next thing I've got over, just as I was leaving the meeting, thank God, I get over the intercom, uh, Chris, please come to checkouts. You have a visitor. And I was (laughs) with Charlie, and I said, I I hope she's got a short skirt. (laughs) Which is like non PC thing to say in the first place. Yeah, but it was pretty just much. So much funnier much. when I saw it was Sam. So otherwise, I wouldn't mention it. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, well, well, let's talk about that. So I went to I went to Rotorua. I had to go empty a trailer, 
And then I come back to Hamilton with a trailer and a van and then uh, picked up these two giant rolls of whatever the hell this stuff is. They were heavy, man. The, the interesting thing is, though, they are heavy if they get wet. Yeah. So I've got some outside, the little rolls that I chopped up today, and some were wet and some weren't. And the difference is like three or four times heavier than... Yeah. And um, to be fair, when I first weight- lifted them up, you said, how heavy are they? It was dry. Yeah. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be easy. So I uh, took that back to Rotor Road, dropped it off, rolled it out today, uh, worked out how to chop this stuff up. Do you want up. to explain what it is? Uh, it's The Americans call it mill fabric. They put it underneath their pumpkins with sand and they a bunch of them use it. And I don't know. So it wicks away the moisture. I'm not a hundred percent sure what the exact reason is, but it's really, really thick, dense, uh, woven plastic stuff. Uh, pulp and paper mills use it. I managed to get some rolls for free and even delivered yep. free, which is pretty freaking cool. Um, and uh, chopped it up today, and the pumpkin growers are going to use it over here because heaps of people tried finding it here, but they couldn't do it. They lacked the uh, investigative uh, online investigative skills of WebSAM. Well, I think these people were probably just asking stuff, but I know how to start a interesting conversation about giant pumpkins, so these people want to talk to me about all sorts of stuff. Cool. And apparently the buy-in, uh, I think I spoke about the people that are running that... Um, pilot program in the south island with 75 schools it's called the electric garden and uh, i was emailing the guy that's running it from code club new zealand i think it is and he was saying everyone's super super keen and excited for it so that's good uh yeah looking forward to when that goes nationwide and i have to say um we have a a purple light oh uh, yeah If, if you can hear a slight humming in the background uh it's the two big fans that are cooling down this led light that i got from china and it's a hydroponic uh, grow light. Uh, it's got a dope plant pictured on the side of it. I don't know if you noticed oh, that. Oh, really? I uh, you see. Uh, you probably can't see it. Don't don't look at it don't directly. Don't look at it. Um, Sam to, looks at it. It feels nauseous. Yeah, there's some special glasses I'm supposed to be wearing when you look at it. But next to the logo on the edge there, yeah. where it says Bestva, on the end is a little dope plant. So uh, they, <laughs> that's what they normally use. They know for. who their market is. <laughs> However, it is a giant pumpkin plant in there. Yes, and I've got a time GoPro time lapse set up. I've worked out how to uh, have that going for multiple days now, so that's good. Sweet, that'll be cool. Be cool. All right. So, um, right. How much really? What the hell is that? That's some people that earn money. Now, one of those people on the list, something Chris put in there. I did know they earned that much, but the other person I did not know. So there was, Chris, there was a lot on this list. There was. Um, so, so, well, I, the person that I knew that made a lot of money was Judge Jude. Really? Because I was the other, other way around. No, she's been at the top of quite a few lists over the years. And um, yeah, she. I didn't realize um, you can talk about this how how her strategy works, but I knew she was sort of in control of most of her stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, J- Judge Judy's net worth is four hundred and twenty million, which is pretty good going. Um, and it's twenty twenty second season. That's what was also mind blowing. But when I think about it, as, as she's I'll, been there forever, I didn't realize it was still going. I no. just assumed it was repeats, yeah, yeah, reruns yeah. of yeah, old yeah. ones. You know what I mean? So yeah, so um, she was the highest paid personality on TV in 2016, taking home forty seven million dollars a year. Yeah, forty seven million. <clears throat> Oh my god! And when you hear that, you go, "How come she's only got four hundred and twenty million? <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway. Um, Chindlin describes her annual paycheck negotiations with CBS bosses in a transcript the Hollywood Reporter 
reporter, I think that's supposed to say, obtained. She hands them an envelope containing her salary demands and other requests for a crew and production. If CBS doesn't accept her terms, she's walking away and she's going to produce the show herself. So far, they've just gone, okay, every time. Yeah. <laughs> that's I w- awesome, though. I wonder what she puts in there for her crew as well. Like, I, w- I assume I wonder, she looks I after them. I would imagine she'd really look after yeah. them. And I would imagine they've been there from for a good period of time. That's right. Yeah. The other person on this list, I don't really know what he was been up to lately, to be honest. Uh, David David Copperfield. Copperfield. So he was huge in the eighties. Like I think, it, well, yeah, was that late eighties? Late eighties. Yeah, he like had quite that. a yeah. few specials and random yeah, things yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> David Copperfield is the most commercially successful magician in history, according to Forbes. Yeah. Um, but how rich can a ma- magician be? The answer is enormously, insanely, ridiculously rich. Um, with a net worth of one billion dollars, uh, up from about nine hundred thirty million last year. Um, well, it's mental because he did six hundred and seventy shows in a year. Oh no, I don't think that was in a year. Oh yeah, no, it was a year. Yeah, so Holy like crap. So he does that at the MGM Grand Hotel and then does private shows of his personally owned islands in the Bahamas, and people pay him six figures to vacation and watch him do stuff. Now and how I didn't know that. I knew all sorts of stuff like that. But do you know he's super creepy? Uh, no. Have you seen any of that? No. He invites women back backstage for super special David Copperfield time, and he's a bit too touchy-feely and stuff, and there's quite a few reports of that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so look that up. It's quite interesting what uh, people have come out over the years. No, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin my hero. <laughs> Your hero. Uh, uh, very good. <clears throat> no, he's well, pretty good. I mean. You know what I mean. Okay, so... Oh, I was going to mention this last week, but we ran out of time, but... Um, Buckingham University has launched a degree in intelligence and security. Yeah. Effectively a qualification for entering the espionage field. Um, It used to be you got into the Secret Service in the UK through the old boys network, you know, by coming from the right family, knowing the right people, going to right schools, all that sort of stuff. But this has changed now and it's much more meritocracy type thing. But what cracked me up is when I heard about it um, on the Global News podcast from the BBC. Um, shout out to the BBC because you know they they need the <laughs> they need the shout out. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, yeah, I'm uh, sure, sure they do. Yeah. Um, so I thought I heard that and I uh, googled it and I put in what I think was the name of the course. I haven't written down here. And the first one that came up was Massey University. Massey University and. I've clicked on the link, so in five minutes' time, it will open. Well, no, Massey University is the only place in New Zealand that offer a similar course, yeah. and the guy that runs it's really highly qualified. I had a quick look at it. All oh, right. Um, really interesting, but I think a lot of it comes down to, like, w- when you boil it down, it's going to be a um, sort of like, a, what do you call them, uh, when they analyze data and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, A yeah, lot yeah. of it's that as opposed to... Yeah, it's a lot of an analyst-type role. Analytical plus, work. Plus it's, um, you know, uh, what do they call it? Poli-sci? Political science? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, geographic regions, uh, types of governments, all that yeah, sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it looks pretty interesting. I was like, hmm, time to embark on my second career. Wow, we don't know what Chris's second career will, <laughs> will be or ever will be, but uh, I'm sure... Yeah. Actually, I think second is long, long gone. Hey, you could be in two hundredth career. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. You have held uh, many multiple roles. You could like go back as an adult uh, learner. Like, I wouldn't have a problem going back as an adult student. I just 
for my whole life have not known what the hell I'm doing half the time. No. And I'm just not 100% passionate in one thing. Yeah. But but I, I am able to do my hobbies while still making money doing my job. So at the end of the what day, that works need? for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and the pumpkin thing's going pretty well. Uh, I think it's the 10th year I've been doing that sort of stuff this year. So, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Uh, if you're on Instagram and you are looking for something to... Oh, I went down the other day too, actually. Instagram did? Yeah, for like 20 what, minutes around the what, world. Was that while they were hacking it? Somebody was siphoning off all the uh, usernames? Well, Because there was a the thing, the hackers... Oh, so I'm talking about hacking uh, Facebook. Facebook yeah, got yeah. hacked. Everybody knows about that. But the hackers got the um, age, um, sex, name, and city of the people... On Facebook. Do they really need to hack it? Couldn't they just put that up on Facebook? It's probably <laughs> it's probably just a nice, easy, convenient uh, CSV file or whatever they yeah, have yeah. to get it. Now, producer's here. Let me... Uh... <clears throat> producer's being freaking strange lately. Anyway, uh, so Missed Your Bus is an Instagram account, and it's people filming other people running towards mainly trains and things, and uh, the doors close, and then it takes off. And some people, there's two of them coming and one gets on, the other one doesn't, and then uh, just love uh, it. Uh, Sam showed me a couple. It's really funny because there's some from the platform, as it were. Yeah. Uh, but the funniest ones are the ones inside and just watching people's faces as the doors close in their faces. That's just- right. I am hoping to experience that at the end of the month when I take the whole train ride down to Wellington. Uh, with, oh, that's going to be fun. With the school camp. The teacher at the meeting. Is he- that happening while I'm away? Uh, no, I think you're just back. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah. And the teacher said, look, it goes all well for the first five hours and then the last three because uh, once it gets into Wellington, it starts doing all the stops and starts at all the stations. And he said that's when it gets super boring for the kids. So we'll see how all that plays out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How old are the little kids? Uh, They range from 10 to 12. Oh, that's not too bad. All right, make sure you take some packs of cards. Oh, no, I've organised a whole bunch of stuff. I've got a 200-page activity pad thing coming from bookdepository.com uh looks really cool it's got a whole bunch of stuff for them to do taking cards and um my daughter wanted to take the battleships upstairs and i was like oh well, that's pretty big i'm not cutting that around but i found a magnetic travel version of battleships nice so i've been, nice. been working on a whole bunch of stuff she's actually getting sick of me talking about the school camp dad it's ages away i just stopped going on about it i'm like it's one payday away for me i have to or-. she goes do you only get paid like every second week? That's what she told me today. I was like, yes. I thought you got paid every week. No. Yeah, yeah. So we had a discussion about that, but it should be good. All right. So, um, oh, so listeners to the show might remember Steve. Steve uh, works for me and he's got a fish allergy. And we went through that story in, in great detail. Uh, I don't know. In a past episode. Check in it a past out. Episode. Just listen to all of them because that's what people are doing now, Chris. <laughs> Just download all of them. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting a lot of that. It's um, quite scary. Uh, anyway, so um, <laughs> Steve came in, and he, he uh, this was Monday, actually. I uh, came into the office, and he's like, I'll tell you what I had to deal with. Um, my mum has a – my mum's 80 years old, Steve's mum. My mum's 80 years old, and um, she's usually really onto it. She's got iPad, she's got computers, she's got all the stuff. And somebody – She got a scam phone call from a Microsoft employee. Of course. Who hasn't had one of those? And she said... Actually, you want to listen to those, uh, just go to the com. go to the front page, scroll right to the bottom, there's some special audio, and you can hear a scammer get upset with me. Yeah. Just check that out. I actually played that for them. (laughs) But but anyway, so um, 
he goes, she's just moved. She's been a bit crook. So she wasn't on a game and she just did it. And they got access to her, her, her account. And I was like, oh, what happened? Like bank she's, account. They, bank account. And she, he goes, they cleaned it out. I said, oh, and he goes, I didn't know she had that much money in there because I didn't think so. And I was like, well, how much money? $670,000. Okay, that's a significant amount of money to have in a bank account randomly. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, so um, he went to the bank first and they go, well, it's, uh, we can't, you know, she's got no, no grants to stand on because she gave them access. Yep, um, yep. And then it's obviously and then moved the, offshore. the police and they go, oh, we'll, get, we'll do what we can. You've got um, 5 to 10% chance of getting some of that money back. There's no way you'll get it all back, and there's a chance you'll never get anything Whoa, back. Whoa. Um, sad. She, I said, how is she? And he goes, she's just embarrassed and feels stupid. He took her computer into, like, some computer yep. shop, whatever, and they said, oh, there's Keylogger software on it. If she'd changed the bank account, they would have been straight into it straight away. You know, changed the password on the bank yeah. account. They would have been straight onto it straight away. So, And he, Steve just said, keep it keep the computer just bought a new ipad new computer and stuff like that yeah um but yeah. yeah it's it's two things from that one like everybody's got to be careful and we all do have bad days and we all make misjudgments when we've been a bit crook or whatever and the other thing is um you can see why these guys keep doing it right oh yeah totally somebody's just made a yeah eventually they're going payday to... yep yep and it's probably worth um a good two three months of Getting hung up on and being abused, and yeah, 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 all the that's rest right, of it, and that's then right. boom, yeah, six hundred thousand dollars. So, ark. Anyway, all right. So uh, that was pretty sad. I uh, I came across the story, Chris, and I think this could be something you can do. It um, sort of, you know, fills in your time, and we'll see what you reckon. Uh, so, world of um, wearable arts. Wow. Yeah. Yep. They have a um, bizarre bra section. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. Uh, where is this guy? Now, hang on. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> I know I'm putting on some weight, but come on, that's a bit rough. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I think you could be designing a bizarre bra, entering it into the thing, having Chris eyes activated because you'll have models wearing whatever the hell you just strapped to them. It'd be great. So David of Tuakal, mm. he's a first-time finalist. He's a mechanical engineer, works for Fisher and Paykel. He brought his engineering background into the design for his years for this year's show. Um, he called his garment uplifting. And uh, I don't think this guy's had much to do with it. He said his wife's previously entered and he's seen the show once. Uh, The garment he worked on was a way to help treat his depression. And I was like, I bet it was. Um, (laughs) He's been experimenting with design and uh, thought of it a way to focus on and to keep busy. And uh, I'm going to show you. Show me a photo. I'm going to show you his uh, winning design called Uplifting, and you can describe it to the listeners. Okay, it looks like she is the coolest uh, air hostess on Air New Zealand. So uplifting looks like two rocket jets uh, sticking out of the chest. Two jet engines jet over engines, the boobs. That's yep. the word. Um, and it's got a cape-like wing structure, so she's got wings off her shoulders. Uh, it clips over the shoulders by the looks yeah, of it. Yeah, it looks like it. So that's pretty cool. Um, all right, it's just the one photo. Yeah, just the one photo. Um, he's got a passion for hobby engineering. He's built a few other bits and pieces. And uh, yeah. So I think, Chris, all you need to do is just find some random stuff as I look around the garage here and um, come up with a catchy title and strap it to the front of uh, some model. 
Yeah, yeah. I um I went out with a girl once. Uh, that did I you with. really? Yeah. When did this happen? A long time ago. Oh, yeah, must. Yeah, have. I was about seventeen. 16. Okay. Um, <laughs> this sounds like it could be a great story. Carry on. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. Uh, no, not a great story, but she was a, a designer at Polytech and she okay. was working like at the textile factory that I worked at, yeah. um, like an internship to learn stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so I sense. went along to their um, end of year fashion show that all the students put together. It's really cool. They had some really good stuff. And I was quite popular because I was a sewing machine mechanic. Yeah. And they always need a sewing machine mechanic. That's right. <laughs> they do. Anyway, so that was cool. Uh, this week I got an email from Nikolai. He's after some pumpkin seeds. Now, I can't... It turns out I can't do a Russian accent. So just imagine... Because I sound Indian. Spasibo. That's right. So I'm just going to read it to you plain and just imagine he's Russian. So he emails me through my website. Good day. It's a pleasure to meet you. I found your contacts on the website, bigpumpkins.com. Ah, I'm Nikolai. Ah? A-H-H-H-H, exclamation point. I live in Russia in the northwest region. I'm an amateur gardener looking for friends to share a hobby growing large pumpkins. We did not find in Russia of the seed from which may grow a large fruit, the pumpkin. <laughs> That's Google Translate right there. You can send me... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. You can send me some large pumpkin seeds. I want to grow a big fruit in our northern, all capitals, region, in the zone of uncertain agriculture. Can I send you a mailing address if you help me send the seeds? With respect to you, Nikolai. Cool. Thanks, Nikolai. Giant pumpkins in Z. I don't know. World famous. Yeah, I don't know what they type in or how they find me, but uh, it's going good. Yeah, so what's that? Um, pumpkins in Siberia, pumpkins behind bars. Oh, it's just <laughs> you're covering all the bases. Yeah, yeah, it's just all over the place. Did you hear about the um, golfing accident the other day? Well, you tell me about it, and then I'll tell you the similar story. Carry on. Okay, so the person that ride a cup is in France. American guy Kopke, I think that's how you say his name, Kopke, something like that. It's with K's anyway in a P. <coughs> um, and he uh, teed off, but he, he sort of hooked or sliced or whatever the technical term is. And I went into the crowd, hit this woman in the eye, and she was taken to the hospital um, and had emergency surgery. And it later was described. Initially, they thought it wasn't that bad because she was you know, up and about, and yeah, obviously in pain with her eye and stuff. But the surgeons basically said her eyeball exploded on impact. Yeah, not good. And not so good. she has totally permanently lost vision. There's no way to restore it uh, in that eye. She's suing, She she uh, she's a golfer herself. She doesn't blame the, the American um, golfer at all. Uh, she is suing the venue, but really she's just suing them to cover medical costs. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they didn't yell anything out as they... Well, they said that they yelled four, four times. Oh, okay, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Because uh, I read that. But uh, but I'm sure that's going to be a he said, she said thing to some degree. Um, although you'd think that stuff's televised at some point, so somebody can look at the cameras and go, oh, yeah, they yelled four. Um, and... But you, you can totally understand why she's uh, suing them just to cover costs. If that's all she's getting out of it, that's all, you know, it's fair enough in my That's thing. right. But that whole idea of the exploding eyeball just, uh, just got What do you think? You, do you think they should do something to... Because um, uh, do you think they should do something to... Protect 
I don't know. Like the nets. So you've got those nets that they fire um, things into. So they have the, you know, those flags that stick up. Yes. You know, those flags. The flags, yes. If you had the flags, the teardrop flags, um, that sort of base with a net between it and just put those in front of some of those things that sort of portable. Because that's the thing, right? The crowd's moving around. Yeah. The golf course. Did you, you haven't seen any, because Tiger Woods won a, the championship thing the other day. No. And he's back on form and everything's amazing and wonderful. Oh, wow. Just the sheer amount of people that there were surging this golf course. They said it's the biggest crowds I've ever seen. Uh, this weekend at the Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship, uh, another spectator got smashed in the face with a golf ball. That's her there. <laughs> Is it? That- is that where it hit? Yeah, I think forehead. so. Yeah, right in the centre of her forehead. Wow. Because this chick um, who got hit in the eye, uh, when somebody, like a quote or somebody said, um, she, they sort of go, oh, do you feel bad for him? And you go, she goes, no, it's not his fault. Besides, I feel quite lucky. Because if I had turned my head yep. and it had hit me in the temple, I'd um, be dead. Yep. You know, like there was no doubt about that. And that's not good. No. So um, Not good at all. I, the only thing that would really work is if they made all spectators wear paintball helmets. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, would be hilarious. Oh, but yeah. yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Here's your complimentary uh, face protection. <laughs> but that's, yeah, I can't think of it in another way you could do it really, to be, to be honest. But that's pretty much all I had. Yes, that's pretty uh, much. I wish I could say I'm I'm holding things back and saving things up for next week, but you know, other than my uh, genius idea to get some uh, people to put some uh, yeah less, audio clips, less, in. less talking for Chris. I'll just get some audio clips and jam them in there. That way, I can drink more while they're talking. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's one way. Uh, I'm trying <laughs> to think what I've got coming up. Not much. It's the uh, one more week of school holidays. So if you're dealing with that, hope everything's going okay and kids haven't driven you mental yet. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yep, Noosa International Film Festival. I'm doing a workshop tomorrow for the TEDx uh, speakers. So they've already had their TEDx, and we're doing a thing on getting the most out of your TEDx uh, talk. So um, Chris is going to bang together something for that later. Yeah, I'm thinking I might just do it in the morning. What? Get up at four. Because that's where my brain works. Yeah, no, that's right. So yeah, yeah, if you're a morning person and used to waking up in the morning. Well, that. That's what time I go to work, so it's like, yeah, just do that. That's um, right. I, I, I've got some notes to finish off tonight, and I've, I've already done a little bit of work on it uh, three, four weeks ago. But that's cool. Um, cool. Yeah, I, I think I'm getting boring now. Oh, we didn't talk about, I know what we didn't put down on here, we had the final shoot of Blink. Oh, yes. So yes. Last, last episode, we were about to go to that. Or the yes. next day, I can't remember how it worked. But anyway, we went to that. Uh, we finally got it all done and dusted. It's going to be, I don't know, six months now of post-production maybe. And uh should yeah. be good. Yeah, I think, it, I think it'll be good. I'm just not certain of how out of sequence a lot of stuff was done. Oh. And how much of it was done while, you know, you got four actors in the same scene, but none of them were at the same place at the same time. So it's like going to be that's okay i think there's going to be some continuity things i think with that table and maybe the smoke smoke Smoke. machine uh which i was in charge of yeah 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 but uh you didn't get the smoke to hang in the right place in the air dude i don't well i don't know (laughs) i will see i i think there'd be more issues around the clothing without danny there for the whole time because she was a pro yeah because the first two days she was there was 
Yeah, full on. Like, everything was immaculate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How mm. many days shooting did they do all that? Four. Oh, four that you were there? or No, four, four in, total? in total. And you were there for all... No, I was there for three. All right, okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Okay, well, I was there for two. So. Yeah, yeah. You were there for half of it, so it was good. Oh, I thought they did four before me. That's no, 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 no. It was okay. just a massive gap, and then they were trying to time everything. So when you're doing this with people that you're not paying, you have to work around everyone else's schedules, but you have to... I think you have to think about, is it best to do that day where you've only got half your actors or is it best to wait until you can get all of them? Because they have to play off each other as well sometimes. And I know you stepped in at one point and were reading lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do like my Phil? Yeah, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, <laughs> yeah, you could see uh, a little bit of Phil in you, which is not something you want at all. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, sorry, Phil. Yeah, if you're listening, Phil, sorry. But uh, it should be good. So we won't wait for that to come out. Yeah, and we'll, yeah, share we'll that definitely around. let you all know about that as that comes out. And similarly, um, once um, Bloody Late Shift, which is what we're going away to see. Oh, uh, Bloody Late Shift, it seems like, have I mentioned this, that it will be playing at Arahanui Film Festival in Te Araha. Awesome. So When's that happening? I don't know. It was supposed to be the end of this month, end of October. Oh, okay. But they shifted it. They eh? postponed it. So I actually think it's not until the new year. Okay, that'd be cool. Yeah, so uh, when I know for sure when that is, we will definitely let you all know. And if you want to get out there, it's it's a great little film festival in Te Araha. It's worth staying there for the weekend. Yep, go to the um, go to the hot pools if you want. Yeah, yeah, it's, Climb it, the it's mountain. actually really cool. So Carolyn, I'll, I'll drag Carolyn along again, I think. Uh, and I may end up doing some MC stuff uh, there as well. Very good. Last time. So okay, well that wraps us up for this week. As usual, check out the com for all the show notes and uh, links and random bits and pieces. And uh, come say hi to us on Twitter or uh, the other one, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Um, but we already know who you are on Facebook because, you know, you've been hacked. <laughs> no, we don't. Okay. With that exciting news, uh, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.